Welcome to Talking Facts, what you need to know about family, food, finance, and fitness. Hosted by the University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program, our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome back to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I have joining me Natalie Jones, our Extension Specialist for Family Health, and talking about a topic that I think is very popular out there right now, fitness apps. Thanks for joining us today, Natalie. Thanks for having me. So let's dive right into fitness apps and just understanding more about them and maybe how they can help us with our health. Right. Exactly. So a lot of people, it's kind of this taboo topic, right? Because a lot of people have heard that technology, phones have been linked to that poor health, right? Utilizing more screen time. Makes us more sedentary. Exactly. So it's that taboo topic, but actually phone technology now and using that screen time can help us to become healthy. So really smartphones are coming into the health world. Are we or should we start using phone technology to strive towards our goals of being healthy? Yes. So I definitely think that fitness apps um, that are available through people's smartphones can help get people out of that fitness rut or maybe get them started, re-energized to their commitment to being healthy. You can use a fitness app for a routine to get organized, stay accountable. Uh, Maybe you're in a challenge through a fit app. Your goals for health might be a lot closer than you think when you're able to kind of see it mapped out. A lot of people don't do that with handwritten journals. So using it on a fitness app can really help see really where you are in relation to those goals. That, I think, is is a big deal. Like you say, writing it down is hard, but having it on your phone and being able to see it, that probably is key. So do you have to have a fitness tracker to be able to use a fitness app on your phone? The answer is no. You do not have to have a fitness tracker like a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or a Garmin um, in order to have a fitness app. There are a lot of resources and apps that are designed to sync with those fitness trackers, but then there are also a lot where you don't even need to have a fitness tracker at all. They're really just there for resources to help inspire you and to help you stay organized, and they provide those tools in achieving your health goals. And the biggest thing with fitness apps is that a lot of them are free. And so if you couldn't afford a fitness tracker, getting an app may be the best option for you. So really, the smartphone is the only piece of technology that we would need. Exactly. And a lot of smartphones already have that health app in the downloaded portion already. So it already, if you have it set, can track your steps somewhat if you keep your phone with you. Great. So in what ways can apps help us? So I would say the three main things I think that are powerful about fitness apps is one, it can give you workouts on demand, right? So you don't need to go to the gym to have a great workout. I know I'm saying it. You can quote me on that. Even like short workouts at home or being able to go outside are great ways to get healthy workouts in. Um, And so apps can help you discover how to do that, whether that is a set workout that you can do at home, or maybe it connects you to those different outdoor destinations that are in your community, um, like a local park or hiking trails, maybe swimming or biking routes as well. 
That's fun. So somewhat yeah. like a, a locator. Of- exactly. Neat. Exactly. The second thing that apps can help is commitment, right? So we've kind of already talked about this, but that idea of journaling or staying motivated by having routine. So it allows you to kind of track that workout and it may even give you a template of how to progress through workouts. And so really keeping your progress analyzed can help you maximize your health results. So that commitment is key. The third thing that is most important to me, I feel like, is music. So this is a fitness app that a lot of people don't think about is a fitness app, but being able to get yourself motivated can come through a customized music playlist, anything that gets you pumped up or to get started. I always have to listen to something to get motivated to go work out whatever I'm doing. So music, having a music app can really help as well. So great tips on how apps can help us. I often kind of think about apps on my phones as games. So what does the research say? Research is a little hit and miss right now about fitness apps. So there has been research done, and they've attempted to find evidence on these popular health and fitness apps. However, there honestly was not much to find. It was not necessarily that apps don't work, but according to recent published articles, it's just hard to study on a comprehensive level. So that long-term, what the benefits are of a fitness app, because there are over 320,000 health and fitness apps on all major app stores. Which is what I think makes it difficult for a consumer, too, of being able to even kind of sort through all of that and figure out which app it is that fits their needs. Exactly. And that's where it's hard, too, to find whatever is what you're looking for. However, research has said that apps might be one of the best ways to change behavior if they are used correctly and regularly. So that is what I think is is key, is that regular activity. So participants in these some of these small studies that have been done who use fitness apps were much more active compared to non-users. So being able to use those apps actually in the long run of these studies helped them lower their BMI. So getting that body mass index, that height and weight down to what they're looking for to a healthy weight. And the key that the researchers found was that these fitness apps helped people overcome barriers like not understanding or being new to fitness. So if you don't know how to do a movement, an app may show you how to do it and give you a key into what it looks like. Organization as well, exactly what we talked about earlier with that commitment, having those personalized routines or a workout template to follow, it helped them with that. And then as well as being able to just have that app and use it regularly. Those are the key things. Right. So the app can definitely be a tool that's in our toolbox when we're working towards being healthier or being more physically fit, but the app alone is not really going to solve our health problems. Exactly. So the app alone cannot help your health. So if you download an app, that does not mean that you are automatically healthier. However, the research shows that if you sustain that use of that app in conjunction, like in addition to your own accountability, your own movement. So if you're working and you download that app and you use it and you actually sit, do what the app is telling you to do, whether that's a workout plan or that's healthy eating or just tracking what you're doing, then you're more likely to change your behavior. But you do have to make those changes. 
all great information and, and great tips. So the fitness app topic is one that our our listeners asked for, that they wanted more information on fitness apps. And as you know, we had this conversation before we started recording today that typically we do not recommend any type of product at all, but um, we did want to share with consumers today examples of fitness apps that they may be able to download and utilize on their phone. Do you have some that you have a personal experience with or that you have researched that might be the place for the consumer to start? Because when there's 320,000 options out there, it's really, really difficult to narrow down even where to start. Yes. And it definitely depends on what you're looking for and what your needs are and what you want out of an app. The first one that we'll plug is the Fit Blue app that is recently out by Cooperative Extension ourselves. Um, and, and we're happy to recommend that one. Yes, very happy to recommend this one. And what I like about it is that it really focuses on the holistic health. So it focuses on nutrition as well as exercise and then really being able to track your progress as well as journaling through that. So for the nutrition, because we know that health is so important, it gives you recipes that are healthy, your different food banks and farmers markets to go to. Another one that people use for nutrition, so we'll just kind of talk about another one, is, let's see, like MyFitnessPal, being able to track through that. Exercise on the Fit Blue app is great because it has different videos. So if you are new to exercise, you don't have to be afraid. There is a key um, component of starting something new, of having that fear, but it shows videos of a strength, balance, and flexibility movements that you can perform at home with no materials, as well as giving different workouts. So just for workouts, FitBlue has those there for you with movements. Other ones that are really good for free workouts would be um, the seven-minute workout by the Johnson & Johnson Company. That's free on your phone to download. Fitbit Coach, you don't need a Fitbit to have that app as well. And then the Nike Training Club is another one that provides free workouts. Um, if you're already kind of doing more endurance training and that's kind of what you're into, the biggest things that I would recommend that really kind of what we talked about earlier, like help you um, navigate your community or your county and giving different routes is Strava. So Strava is a cycling or a running app, and you can compare and compete with people who have completed the same route in your oh, community. That's fun. Yes. So for, for people that are competitive, you that's can fun. see where you stand um, with all other people who have done that same route. Map My Run or Run Keeper is another way to kind of know um, how far you're going, your pace for running as well. And then another thing that I think is really important about fitness apps is that um, that mindfulness as well. So there are some like Headspace or Pocket Yoga, which can help people with those really mindfulness activities. And then we touched on music being a key component of working out or even getting motivated to get started with working out. And so Fit Radio or Spotify or Pandora are really good places where you can get that free music. Great. And as you were talking about all the different apps, just for our listeners, 
uh, you can check the show notes and we'll have a link to the University of Kentucky's Fit Blue app and information on how you can download that to your phone, as well as a list of all the other apps that you've discussed. Yes. So that as a listener, you can go back and, and review and take the time to research each of those apps for yourself and find the one that meets meets your goals. And there are plenty out there to choose from, too, if those that are recommended don't fit your need. This is great, Natalie. I'm going to go spend a little time checking checking some of this out. Do it. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Facts. We deliver programs focusing on nutrition, health, resource management, family development, and civic engagement. If you enjoyed today's podcast, have a question or a show topic idea, leave a like and comment on Facebook at UKFCSEXT. Visit us online at fcs.uky.edu or contact your local extension agent for family and consumer sciences. We build strong families. It starts with us.